What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Just Jay the Podcast. We are on episode four, I believe. I be forgetting. Hold on. I don't know why I don't fucking look before I start the goddamn show. I don't know. I really don't understand. Yes, episode four. Wonderful, beautiful. So, yeah, we are on episode four. Um, so, let me tell you guys how my week has been. I have been recording nonstop all week. I recorded uh, two ep- one episode yesterday, two episodes the day before. And the conversations were really good. I'm very proud of them. I'm very proud of the outcome. Um, I think you guys are going to enjoy the people that I had on it. You guys are going to enjoy the conversations because we're really talking about real shit and, you know, connecting with each other. And it's, there are different people. Well, one of them is this, she's been on the show before, but two, the two others, um, have never been on the show. They are people that I love dearly and that I support, um, in every aspect of our lives. So I'm happy that they were on the show and they were willing to be on the show and they were very excited to do it. So very excited for you guys to see what I have in store. Cause I've really been working, um, working for yourself. I've been working for myself for about a week now and um it is a lot of work it's a lot of determination um but i love it i've been having a really good time i think me being unemployed right now is you know it can also be a blessing and a curse because it's also like you know i don't really have any money coming in right now but of course i know that there are going to be opportunities you know very very soon and it's not always going to be like that and money always comes 10 times fold anyway um especially when you attract it and you you know put that energy out into the universe but being unemployed is you know it's good for me right now because it's giving me a chance to really dedicate my time and my effort into this and I'm loving the products that I'm getting out of it um I'm learning new software I'm learning you know more about my sound and more about you know my audience just I'm just learning a lot from this and I'm so happy that this is I was given this leaving my job was just a blessing because Yes, it was scary, you know, yes, money may be, you know, not flowing as normally as it would be, but it's really given me a chance. I wake up and go to the gym every day. I wake up and come down here and do this. So it's really given me a chance to just focus on me and focus on my craft and really perfect it and really, you know, focus on the things that I'm passionate about and giving myself time to just do what I want to do. So I'm excited. This has been a really good week. It is Thursday right now. I am... Recording this literally the night before I drop it, which y'all know I hate doing, but the episodes that I recorded this past week, I don't want to drop yet. So I'm just going to give y'all like a recap on my week and we're going to talk about some shit too, but yeah, I got to wait for those. I got to wait for those because (laughs) y'all, y'all going to, yeah, y'all got to wait. But first of all, I was having a conversation with one of my friends yesterday because she's been going through like, you know, shit with her man or whatever, so we were have I pulled up on her. We had a really, really, really amazing heart to heart conversation. She's gonna be on the show too. We discussed that as well. Um, she's also a Taurus queen, so you know I love all my Tauruses to be on my show and just talk our shit and just connect and have real life conversations. Cause I think okay, this is not me just saying this because I I am a Taurus, but we really are so down to earth. We are so wise. We are so intelligent. We are we are so articulate, so determined, so passionate. Like we're really, really great women. So shout out to all the Taurus queens because I love y'all very much. But we were talking about how we want to live in our soft femininity. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause we're all, we're from New York. So I'm trained to be hard and always on go. Cause I feel like I have to be guarded, especially like interacting with females and especially the men in the world. Cause like our generation of love and our generation of just looking out for each other is so lacking. So I think that I want to be soft and I also want a man to 
love me and make me feel like I can be safe in this environment, like I can be safe around him, like I can be myself and be, you know, thrive in my femininity. Because I feel like women in general go through so much and we have to deal with so much from these men also that like it hardens us to be independent and act like a nigga because, you know, these niggas be doing us dirty. So it's just like we have to adapt that mentality where like, okay, I'm going to do these niggas how they do me. That's the mentality that I've adapted so I can openly attest to this conversation because it's 100% what I've been. Like, people, men always say, one of my friends says this to me all the time, women ain't shit. And I feel like women are not shit because we've learned a lot of our tricks and our trades from these niggas. So they don't like it because we're reflecting their behavior back onto them. So stop saying females ain't shit because realistically, y'all teaching us everything we need to know. Y'all are teaching us literally the playbook. So I don't, I just feel like women deserve to just sit there and be pretty and just be feminine and be chill and just not have to be on go and always on defense. And I think that's what our lives have become. And also I was talking to another one of my friends and he said that this should be a time for black women and black men to be coming together. But there's a divide. And I personally feel like the men cause that divide. Because honestly, black women, we love black kings. We love, you know, supporting our black men. And me as a black woman, I love everything about black men. I want them to win. I want them to eat on all tables. I want them to do amazing things in this world because this is a world that doesn't really respect them or doesn't really appreciate them the way that they should be appreciated. So black men, in my opinion, and I know in a lot of black women's perspective they are amazing and i feel like there are black women there are black men out there who don't give us that same respect like you have the black men who i broke a nail i told myself i was gonna glue it back on before i started recording but i didn't so i'm not whatever um but yeah so black men there are black men who openly say like oh i don't i don't want to date a black woman i don't fuck with black women i'm not attracted to them when you came from a black woman so how can you say that you're not attracted to something that birthed you how can you speak so ignorantly and so just disrespectfully about where you really came from. So I just feel like that kind of stems from it. And then the way black men treat us overall, like we, you have to go through hell and back with a man for him to really respect you as a woman and for him to really want to love you. And I feel like that's so fucked up because you you should see me for all that I am the first time around as soon as you meet me. So I definitely think black men kind of play a, a major part in that divide because of the way they treat us and the things that they say about us and how they move towards us. So I feel like once black men as a whole really appreciate black women and understand all that they do and black women as well because there are some women who don't appreciate them black women i'm black men the way that i do so we both got a lot of work to do but once we both appreciate each other for what we are and understand that the world doesn't really fuck with us for real we we will come together and we will understand that we need to go we need to be together we need to be united and i think that it's just hard because, you know, like, it all stems from love. It all stems from how you want to treat people in the world. I personally also feel like you need to be being a good person and putting out good energy. That's why this whole week I've been ripping and running because my friends need me. One of my friends need me over here. Like, my friend who's going through shit with her man, she needs me over here. But my friends need me in the stew because they know that the music that they make it, I'm going to want to hear it. And I'm going to be a big support system. So I'm going to there, too. But... I'm also needed, I need to shoot an episode because I also got to make time for my brain and my business and my legacy as well. So I'm here and then I'm there and then I'm over here because I feel like I got to be there for my people in their moments of sadness and their moments of weakness and also in their moments of just feeling empowered and putting their, and being creative because when I'm in my creative bag, they're there for me. So 
that's what I did yesterday. I was at the studio. I went to my friend's house to support her. Then I went to record episodes. Then I went back. Yeah, so I was all over the place. But at the end of the day, like, it made me feel good because it's like my people want me to be there to support them. And they want me to be there to hear the creativity that they're putting out into the world. And I fuck with that. So I'm going to be there for everybody that needs me. And I really, once you, when you put good energy out and you do good things and you are a good person, it always comes back tenfold. So that's why I'm so prideful in just waking up and doing good every day. Like, even if it's just to myself, even I, if I only had the capacity to just do good to myself and make myself feel good, it's going to come back to me 10 times fold because I'm essentially just being good and doing good. So I think I'm in a really proud moment of myself because I'm really interested in growing. I'm really interested in healing. I'm really interested in just doing more than I've been doing and tapping into my creativity, what what drives me, what motivates me, what's what I'm passionate about. And I think just tapping back into my podcast and, and really working on this has awoken that and having the time to and not having to go to, you know, a work environment that I don't enjoy every day. So I'm happy. I'm getting in touch with myself and I've been outside, I've been going to the park, I've been going to the gym, I've been doing a lot because I'm an earth sign, so Taurus is an earth sign 100%, so we like to be outside, we like to enjoy nature, and that's really what I've been doing. Today I went to the gym, and immediately after I went on a really nice walk in this park that I go to, and it always makes me feel grounded, it always makes me feel at peace, because nature plays a, I love being outside. Even when I was younger, when I was a kid, I was always outside. I was always outside. I was outside playing tag. I was riding my bike. I was with my friends. I was always outside. I was in the trees, climbing the trees. I was outside, <laughs> telling you. So I think it's important to just, you know, and I thought that also, it, nature probably plays a, an important part in like me feeling at peace and just happy also because it connects me to my childhood. Now that I think about it, I just thought of that because like I said, I was always outside when I was younger. I was always outside playing with my friends, doing whatever, riding bikes, climbing trees. We was really into climbing trees, child. We love the trees. So I think me, you know, getting in touch with that side and doing it now that I'm an adult brings me back to my childhood. It makes me feel good. So I like that. I love that about myself. I feel like, you know, I'm getting back to my roots. I also talked about, you know, loving on my inner child. And I feel like things like that, I got to do what makes her happy. I got to do, you know, playing outside is something she's always loved to do. So I got to do what makes her happy and just, you know, get back in that bag and do things that make me feel good. And working out makes me feel good. Working, I like, I think I've really gotten back into, cause when I was in high school, I used to run track. So I was always in shape. My body was amazing. And you know, when you go to college, you slack off, you gotta go to work, you gotta do schoolwork, you gotta go here, you gotta go to this event. You got, yeah, college is just not the place for a girl to really be skinny unless she's on a sports team, sorry. But <laughs> um, yeah, so I wasn't really in touch with like really going to the gym until couple months ago actually until I started really working at the gym for real that's when I really got back into it and now it's just like I enjoy it I love first of all I love the progress I love seeing progress I think I take videos every time I go to the gym because videos and pictures are the best way to track progress and they show it so vividly so I think you can you know you can always look at the scale and that shit gonna teeter-totter every time but pictures and videos is always going to show you your progress and I think that's what I've been doing and I've been getting back into my physical health and my mental health and my emotional health so I'm just really in touch with my mind my body and my soul for real and I think that is the best thing that I could do for myself going through what I'm going through and one of my friends yesterday I recorded an episode with him y'all gonna see it real soon because I'm gonna drop that real soon but he asked me a question he was like I have a question like 
do you feel like you've talked about everything that you could possibly talk about on this podcast? And I was like, no. Immediately I said no. Because there's so much that I could get into. Even right now in my personal life, I think there's so much that I could talk about, but I, I just don't think I'm ready to, you know? But And there's also things in my past that I could talk about that I think I've buried for a while that are coming up. And I'm just starting to be ready to talk about them, you know? So I think it there's so much of my life that I really haven't tapped into yet for real. And there's so many things that I've seen and so many things that I've done. And it's just like, you got to give yourself time to really be open to talk about those things, especially when you're a podcaster. Like I went into this, like, okay, I'm going to be transparent. I'm going to heal people. I'm going to heal myself. We're going to have good conversations. They're going to love me. But at the same time, you got to understand every day, somebody's going through shit every day. Every We're all individuals. So every day we're going through shit. So we're learning shit and we're really basically trying to heal and trying to grow every day. So I could talk about something new every day that I feel, but you got to be ready to talk about that. You got to be ready to open that up because at the end of the day, my podcast is growing and my platform is growing. So I'm realizing the things that I post and the things that I say, people want to know the deeper, like, you know, people want to know why I'm saying it. People want to know why I feel that way. So I have to be ready to talk about certain shit and I have to be open to other people's experiences and other stories because people are going to share their opinions whenever I post anything on social media because my podcast is growing and my my platform is growing and people are, you know, really seeing me for who I'm trying to be on here. So I definitely think there's a lot of things that I still have to tap on and I will eventually, but it's also about growing and it's also about, you know, once you heal from things, it'll be easier for you to talk about it. But talking about it is also a good form of healing as well. So I'm going back and forth with a lot of situations in my life. But I also need to figure a lot of shit out because I feel like at 22, we're always, we see all these rappers, all these people on social media living their lives and having cars and families and houses and moving away and doing all this shit. And I'm not there yet. So it's often easy for you to just be like, you know what? I'm nowhere near where I need to be. But respectfully, because of how my journey is supposed to play out, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I'm right where I need to be right now. So we got to be appreciative. We really got to be, I said this, I feel like I say this every day to myself for the past three weeks, but we really got to be appreciative of where we are now because right now where we are is where we prayed to be at one point and where we're praying to be eventually is where we're going to get to. But we got to be grateful for this moment right now because this is where we prayed to be at one In the beginning, this is where I prayed to be. So right now I'm going to pray to be in an even greater situation and I'm going to get there. But right now I also do need to be appreciative for where I'm at. So I think that's important for me to just love on myself and really heal and really be me. I have a really, really, I have to pause this. I really have to pause this episode right now because I forgot one of the most important parts of this episode that I need to do. So give me 30 seconds. Y'all not even going to know because clearly I'm just, yeah. Okay. So boom, I'm back. I have these cards called the and cards. It's by the brand Skin Deep, it's, and this is the healing edition. They have so many different editions. Um, they have the Friends edition, the Strangers edition, the Coworker edition. It's just a game to help you connect with people and help you even connect with yourself because this is the healing one. So it's just supposed to produce deeper conversations and just, you know, get your thought process rolling because the questions on here, I played it. I played this one by myself and I played the, uh, I had the friends edition as well. And I played that with my friends and that the conversation got pretty deep. You know, you get, you learn things about the people that you play with that you normally wouldn't even know. So I definitely think, let me just read the back of this card because this is, um, 
the skin deep description. I love this game. Um, I actually found out about this game from the Know For Sure podcast with B. Simone and Megan. Um, so, and they pull a card every episode. So I thought it was really, really cool because the questions that they were asking each other and the answers they were giving were really profound and really deep. So I was like, damn, I need to buy this shit. And hopefully, Skin Deep, I love y'all. So let me just read this. It says, we are the Skin Deep, an Emmy Award winning... Okay, I every time I get to reading on this podcast, I be stupid. Why? Anyways, we are the Skin Deep, an Emmy Award winning creative studio that explores human connection in the digital age. Our purpose? To offer experiences that deepen relationships, spark meaningful conversation, and explore humanity against the ever-changing backdrop of our world as we work to create the first ever database of human emotion. Ooh, mic drop. That shit was beautifully written. So here we go. We gonna play. I'm gonna play this game by myself. I'm gonna pick a few, um, and this is just we're just gonna we're just gonna talk because I'm sure these this I'm sure these guys are gonna have something very emotional come up for me. It's gonna be you know asking good questions. So I'm gonna do it on camera and I'm gonna. Show y'all how dope this game is um and yeah we're gonna go from there we're gonna play a game on the podcast for once in our lives we're gonna have a light-hearted conversation and it's gonna be me on the hot seat okay i meant to pull one of these cards with one of my other guests that i recorded with but i'll do it with another one one day so boom let me pull my first card again this is the healing edition so we're gonna heal some shit. it says what would you say is your initial reaction to conflict I immediately shut down um, because truthfully, I've always been the girl that, you know, could pop her shit and just, you know, fly off the handles. But I don't enjoy conflict as I get older. I didn't I don't enjoy wanting to be angry. I didn't enjoy wanting to even bring that side out of me for real. So to when I am initially faced with conflict, I just shut down because I'm really trying to process my emotions for real because when I was in high school I noticed that I was a hothead and I was walling out at the not even at the light, slightest of things but because it was it was because people were like triggering me and people were like you know just playing in my face typical high schoolers but I had no idea how to control my emotions back then so I was I was a bug out um not a bug out because that sounds crazy but I was really always on go right with the shits and I think as the time got as the time passed and I got older I realized some things don't deserve a reaction and they don't even need a reaction and no reaction is also reaction so my initial reaction to conflict is to just take a step back and really be like okay bitch how do we feel about this what are we trying to do about it do we even really need to give it that much light and if we do how are we fixing it you feel me so what has time healed for you and what have you learned from that healing what has time healed for me time has healed i wouldn't say healed but time, ha actually not, nah, because I was thinking about something else, but I'm about, to, I'm about to change directions. Time has healed my, my self-esteem and my self-confidence in myself, because it was very broken at one point. Time has healed that for me because I've allowed myself time to grow and accept myself for who I, who I am with, you know, because throughout my life, there have been good things that I've felt that I've done and there have been bad things that I felt that I've done. I don't regret anything across the board, but the negative things that I've done, I've had to learn from and give myself time to heal from it. So right now I'm an open book because I've given myself that time to heal from the things that made me look at myself differently or the things that made me feel like my self-esteem and my self-love wasn't where it needed to be. So 
And what have you learned from that healing? I've learned to love myself unconditionally because I really am an amazing, kind-hearted, beautiful, loving person. I've learned to be there for myself. I've, I've learned to allow myself to... There's going to be days where you wake up and you don't feel like that bitch. There's going to be days where you wake up and you don't want to do nothing. And you don't want to be that bitch. And you don't want to be fly. But I know at the, in the back of my head, I know I'm a fly-ass bitch. So there, the days that I'm not fly don't really mean nothing. From that healing, I've learned, Joe, be patient with yourself. You're going to have good days and bad days. And on the bad days, you still got to pick yourself up and reassure yourself you are that bitch. Period. Or that nigga. Whatever you are. What memory do you have of us that will never that you'll never forget and why i can't ask that i can't answer that one because there's no us there's nobody else here what do you think makes you you my personality my values my mouth also because i've always been that girl that's gonna tell you how i feel and tell you where you got me fucked up at and where you making me feel good at you feel me like both it goes both ways i'm not always just bitching and complaining i'm also giving praise and making you know, giving people their flowers and just loving life. But I definitely think my authenticity makes me me because I'm always, I'm, I'm the same bitch. Deep down, I'm the same bitch. I'm changing because I'm growing and I'm learning shit and I'm maturing. And, you know, as my age gets older, I'm really changing for the better. But I'm the same person deep down, you know. So I think my authenticity and just my, my good heart makes me me for real. Oh, that says what makes me me. But if I was playing with somebody else, I would ask that question, but I can't. What do you think influences? They're all like for other people. What stops you from being? Child, what the fuck? What the fuck? Where the fuck? These are all. These are all for other people. Child. <laughs> I'm gonna change this question. Hold on. Yeah, I'm gonna change this question because it says, What would you say has been the hardest thing to forgive me for? But I'm gonna change it to what has what would you say has been the hardest thing to forgive yourself for? Hardest thing to forgive myself for would probably be when my cousin died, right? He was the type of person that always could see my energy and could always like know when I was in a bad mood. And respectfully, I was always in a bad mood as a teenager, for real. I was a moody, mean ass teenager who didn't really, wasn't, wasn't open to other, like being, like really working on her relationships. Like wasn't open to really being social or really, really putting in the work. I didn't understand what being a friend was. I thought I did and I thought I was a pretty good, damn, damn good friend, but I wasn't. I was far from being the friend that I am today and the friend that could be capable of being a good friend. Far from it. So he would call me sometimes and I wouldn't answer just because I wouldn't be energetically like available. And like for a long time after he died, you always have that guilt of when somebody commits suicide. Like, damn, I could have did this. When, they, when people die in general, you're always like, damn, I could have did this better. Damn, I could have really you know, loved on him and been there for him. But me not answering that f those phone calls really broke me, really hurt me. Because um, at the end of the day, it was just like, damn, I should have gave him that extra love. I should have really picked up the phone even if I didn't feel like it. But I didn't. So that was the hardest thing to probably forgive myself for. Just because I knew at the end of the I had to really understand and learn that he was never mad at me for that shit because he knew how I was. 
he loved me for me. He loved me unconditionally. So I think that that was one of the hardest things I had to forgive myself for. Yes, Father. Oh. But yeah, that's definitely one of them. Um, this one says... If, it says, if you could go back and change one thing about us, what would it be and why? I'm going to change it to, if you can go back and change one thing about yourself, what would it be and why? Honestly, nothing. I think, okay, boom. So I'm now I'm big on, my dad just interrupted just to put a pizza box there, whatever. <laughs> but now I think that, if you go back and change one thing what, about us, what would it be and why? Damn, what was I about to say? Because I thought to say something really good. Okay, boom. There are... Now, I really am a big, firm believer on understanding your impact on other people's lives and how you affect other people and how you make other people feel. Back then, when I was in high school, I didn't give a fuck about that. I was, my cousin died. I was really, even, not even just in high school, because my cousin died when I was in college, but high school, college, all of that, I was unaware of how important it is to really know how you affect other people's lives. So, if I can go back and change one thing about myself, it would be to be more mindful of being a good person and to be, cause deep down I'm, I've always been a good person, but there have been times in my life where I have, I was watching this know for sure podcast and they had Tabitha Brown on it. And it said that sometimes you're always a good person, but sometimes you're just not in a season of being good. Good people have bad seasons. So that was a hundred percent what my life was like. That's the season I was in. So if I could go back and change one thing about myself, it would be to be more mindful of how I affect other people. For real. How do you find peace? I think we, of, we, oh, whoa. we often look for peace and happiness and love from other people when those are really things that we can always, we, we can provide for ourselves deep down within. So to find peace, I feel like, I'm going to say how do you find peaceful moments? Because peace is really an inner journey really for real so finding peaceful moments depends on figuring out what makes you feel good what what makes you feel whole and makes you feel like I can chill here and I can relax so that's what I would say this is what do you think is my greatest achievement thus far but I'm gonna say what do you think is your is I'm gonna say what do I think is my greatest achievement thus far instead of you know like yeah you get it my greatest achievement thus far, I feel like I have many. Um, definitely graduating college and getting my bachelor's degree was an amazing moment for me. That's a moment that you, when you all through, go out through high school, you're always like, oh, I can't wait to go to college. I can't wait to do this. That's, that's a moment you dream of. So the fact that I did it and I was, I graduated a year early ahead of my class, that's an amazing accomplishment. Amazing. At 21, has her bachelor's degree already working on her master's. So that's an amazing accomplishment. When I tell people that, they be blown away like, damn, you only, did I just say I was 21? Bitch, I am 22. What? But whatever. Um, when you tell people that you, you know, you're 22 and you got a bachelor's degree already and you're working on your master's a year into that shit, a year and a half into that shit, they're like, what? Like, what? So that's cool. Um, and also my business. Um, this podcast has been a great achievement for me because it's allowed other people to see me in a different, creative, amazing light. So I'm proud of myself. I have a lot of achievements that I am proud of. What's one thing you really want to understand about you? One thing I really want to understand about myself is I want to know more about my childhood. 
I know about my childhood, but I want to dive deeper into that because it's affected me more, you know? So I want to understand more about my childhood because then that could possibly be a healing thing that could make my relationship with my parents better. So I know more, I know my childhood, but like I want to, you know, dive deeper into that and really heal my inner child. So this is my, this is going to be my last one. How do you handle conflict differently? And what's the advantage in that? This goes back to the first question that I pulled. Um, I handle conflict differently by really analyzing how I feel in situations. I handle conflict differently by just allowing myself time to chill and to breathe and really understand, okay, how does this make me feel? Am I okay? Like, how do I want to solve this problem? How I want to do it go? How do I want to go about addressing it? And do I even want to address it? So as I grow, I learn how to handle things differently and how to really be a woman and really handle things with class and grace. And I don't have to be always rowdy, you know? So yeah, that was a great conversation with myself. You see this, this game, the and healing edition is amazing. Cop it. They always have sales. Um, hopefully they'll sponsor me one day. We'll see. I'm going to speak it into existence and manifest that. But that's all I got for an episode, y'all. So I fuck with y'all. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for sticking with me. Thank you for another episode of just rawness and real conversation. I think that, that was so fun for me. But um, yeah, next week I'll have a collab dropping. And all through July and maybe even August, I'll have collabs dropping. So stay tuned for that. Um, I'm going to have great creative people with great conversations. So stay tuned.